0: fantastic arrangement of a well-known song, I Got Rhythm, by George Gershwin. The arrangement there is by Earl Wilde, who was a great pianist and advocate for the contemporary composers of his time. It's being played by pianist extraordinaire Jenny Lin from her album Get Happy. This is a great album of works that will make you happy. Upbeat, sprightly music performed by Jenny Lin, herself an advocate of the contemporary music of our time. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. On today's program, I'm going to be featuring recordings by Jenny Lin, who is an incredibly versatile pianist with projects ranging from the American Songbook, like we just heard, wonderful arrangements on that album, Get Happy, to the preludes of Shostakovich, to piano concertos by Russian composers, everything in between. She's doing amazing work. But, you know, it's not that unusual that a pianist in the modern era would be very versatile. What I think makes Jenny very special is that she's constantly striving to push herself, to challenge the boundaries of what she can do. She seems to be just throwing down the gauntlet to composers, challenging them, write a piece that I can't play. And I love that about her. Actually, when I had the chance to talk with her at the 92nd Street Y in New York, I asked her about virtuosity. What does virtuosity mean to her? Here's an excerpt of our conversation.
1: I think being a performer or composer, there has to be some kind of sadistic and masochistic elements involved when it comes to virtuosity. And, you know, the famous story with Ligeti is when he was writing his piano etudes, he knew the entire history of piano etudes. I mean, he had all the scores starting from, you know, Chopin, Scarlatti, Alcon, Schumann, all the composers that have written etudes, and Liszt, of course. They were on his piano while he was, was working on these piano etudes. It just gives you to show that because we've come so long, until now there's so much music available. What is left that's new? So virtuosity very gradually has also progressed. And I believe virtuosity, that part of it has to deal with showmanship. So how does the composer write in a way where the performer can perfect it to a point where it becomes such a spectacle? so I see virtuosity in that sense, that I'm bringing a level of entertainment to the audience, of course, through hours and hours of practicing.
0: That's an excerpt of a conversation I had with pianist Jenny Lin about virtuosity. And to her, there's a kind of masochistic element to it as the pianist asking composers to write pieces that uh, she can't play, challenging them almost. But there's also this idea of showmanship, and I think that's so true, absolutely. When you think of the great virtuosos like Liszt, of course you think of showmanship. That's absolutely an element in virtuosity. I'm going to play music now from one of her releases called The Eleventh Finger. I love that title. Just imagine what a pianist could do with an extra finger. Clearly, these are going to be virtuosic works. Here's Jenny again to tell us a little bit about this release.
1: The Eleventh Finger is one of my earlier contemporary music piano albums, and there was an Italian composer called Stefano Gervasoni. I had met him uh, many years ago, and he wanted to write a piano piece for me. And but then one day he came and he said, "You know, what should I write? Everything has been already written." You know, so I said, "What if I had an extra finger? What would you do?" And he said, oh, great. So he went home with that, and then he wrote this really difficult piece. And I also remember the composer James Tenney. Um, he once told me when he went to a rehearsal for one of his orchestra piece with a German radio orchestra, he was so amazed how advanced all the players are now technically, because with all this music available, your skills as a performer has to progress with the music. So. In his mind, in James Tenny's mind, players today are so much better than before. And so it made me think of music from Ligeti, for example, and several other other contemporary composers have written for the piano, but they're so, so difficult because they're trying to find what else is not yet done. So I thought it would be really nice to find a collection of all these pieces and give it the title 11th finger.
0: That's pianist Jenny Lin talking about the project we're about to hear, a track from The 11th Finger. Let's hear a Chromatic Canon by composer James Tenney, performed by Jenny Lin. music by James Tenney, the chromatic canon on the 11th Finger album by Jenny Lin, who we heard performing there. James Tenney is a composer who oftentimes writes these very spacious scores where almost nothing happens, so it's a treat to hear him writing a virtuosic piece there. Great performance by Jenny Lin, too. Again, this idea, she had told an Italian composer that uh, he could imagine she had an 11th finger. What kind of piece would you write for a pianist with 11 fingers? And then that got her thinking about virtuosic pieces in general, and she wanted to create this collection. I think it's a marvelous collection. In fact, I'm going to return to it. I'm going to feature a piece now by Brazilian composer Arthur Kempala. The piece is called Nosturnos, or Nocturnes, a piece intended for the nighttime. The piece is a little longer than the Tenny, so we're going to excerpt it. Here again is Jenny Lin to perform. Music by Brazilian composer Arthur Kampela, Nos Turnos. It's a great piece for the piano performed by Jenny Lin from her album 11th Finger. On today's program, I'm featuring recordings by Jenny Lin. It was such a treat to go through them. She's done so many different things. Of course, we're trying to filter out the ones that are only contemporary composers, but there's quite a lot of those as well. And I had a great chance to speak with Jenny when I was in New York recently. Next piece I want to play is by the leading Ukrainian composer of his generation, Valentin Silvestrov. Still, as such a big name composer, he's not performed as much as you might think. Here's Jenny to tell us how she discovered the music of Silvestrov.
1: I discovered Silvestrov's music when I was living in Switzerland. You know, I was kind of in my twenties and searching for what to do with my life, and so I secluded myself and lived in the tiny little chalet outside with no TV and just a CD player. And when it, I went to a music store back in the day when they still had CDs to buy from music stores, and I found a CD of Sylvester's music, and I was completely blown away, and I had no idea where this music was coming from. It's like from another world. And so I started digging, and somehow, because of the internet, I was able to find someone who knew him, and, then I discovered that he knew one of my CDs. There was a total coincidence. I had recorded a CD of Russian piano preludes, and he knew about that. And after we were put in contact, he sent me a huge box of all his music but handwritten and also some homemade recordings that he did in his house. And so I thought I had to make a CD of his piano music, which is what I did and I was very lucky. Um, the German label Hensler agreed to um, release it, and I've been in contact with him through email, through translators, because he doesn't speak English. And I think the most interesting thing he said, always he would tell me, is everything is too loud. You have to play everything very quiet.
0: That's Jenny Lin, my guest on the program today, talking about her relationship with Ukrainian composer Valentin Silvestrov. We're going to hear some of a piece now that he wrote for violin and piano. It's called Postscriptum. We're going to hear two movements: andantino, and then I'll go right into allegro vivace con moto. Let's have a listen. Jenny Lynn here is joined by violinist Cornelius Dufalo in music of Ukrainian composer Valentin Silvestrov. <laughs> What an arresting ending. It's music by Valentin Silvestrov, a Ukrainian composer who I think invests so much of himself in his music. There's always this austerity, this intensity to everything that he writes, yet it's gorgeous, beautiful music, absolutely honest music from the composer. The piece is called Postscriptum. We heard two movements of it, Andantino, and Allegro Vivace con moto, performed by Jenny Lin, the pianist who had formed an early correspondence with Silvestrov, and has since performed and recorded quite a lot of his music. She was joined there by the violinist Cornelius Dufalo, again, post by Valentin Silvestrov. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers and performers. My guest today is Jenny Lin, the genre-demolishing pianist and super-virtuoso To subscribe to our podcast or for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, you can visit relevanttones.com. Featuring recordings on today's program made by pianist Jenny Lin, somebody I admire very much for her craft as a virtuoso pianist, of course, for her versatility, but also just kind of her philosophy in general. I feel like she's just constantly questing to reach the limits of what she can do as a pianist. And there are a lot of composers out there challenging performers, but it's the rare performer who comes to composers and says, challenge me, write me something I can't play. And so far, as far as I can tell, no one has yet written the piece that she can't play but she's out there still questing. Had a great chance to chat with her in New York recently, and one of the composers that she told me about was Elliot Sharp.
1: Elliot Sharp is a wonderful composer, and the last few projects that we've done together, he has used um, the element of electronics, and the virtuosity in this piece lies in the fact that he made me sound like I had a hundred fingers. So he wrote a piece for me that's written down that I read from, And then he processes the sound that, he records what I play, and then he processes that sound and plays it back as I'm playing. So you're hearing a piano, but then you feel like you're hearing about 30 pianos. That's another type of virtuosity in self.
0: That's pianist Jenny Lin talking about the composer we're just about to hear, Elliot Sharp. Let's have a listen to her perform an excerpt from his piece, Subaribus, from her album, The 11th Finger. It's an excerpt of a piece called Subaribus by composer Elliot Sharp, one of the composers featured on Jenny Lin's album, The Eleventh Finger. Jenny Lin is who we just heard performing, and she's my guest today on Relevant Tones. I'm featuring several different recordings by this pianist. I want to turn to a piece now that's for cello and piano, so we'll move away from solo piano for a moment. This is a piece by composer David Wolfson with whom Jenny Lin collaborated on an album called 17 Windows. It's all the music of Wolfson, and again, this is something that I find so admirable about Jenny Lin, that she'll work with the big-name composers, but she's also open to collaborations with lesser-known composers, emerging composers, almost anybody who approaches her. The only thing that she seems interested in, that she told me she's interested in, is the music itself. Is it interesting music? Does it speak to her? Does it challenge her as a pianist? And does it fit into her artistic goals? And I find that very admirable. We're going to hear the fourth movement of the sonata for cello and piano. We'll hear Jenny Lynn on piano and she'll be joined by Laura Bontrager cello. Music of David Wolfson. from a release called 17 Windows music by the composer David Wolfson we heard Jenny Lin on piano joined by Laura Bontrager cello from the sonata for cello and piano we heard the fourth movement I'm featuring music recorded by Jenny Lin on today's program. As we've heard, she's a remarkably versatile pianist, certainly a virtuoso, no doubt about that. But that's not exactly what drew me to her, as I've said before. It's also this openness that she has to collaborating with composers of all kinds, real dedication to good music and getting it out to new audiences, new listeners and this ability to unearth little-known gems, like the piece I'm about to play right now. This piece is called Shiraz, and it's by composer Claude Vivier, who is kind of a tragic case. He was born in Montreal and then found dead, murdered 35 years later in a hotel room in Paris. But along the way, he wrote some fantastic music, including this piece inspired by a city he had visited in Iran. Let's hear Jenny Lynn now perform an excerpt of Shiraz by Claude Vivier. fascinating piece, I would think also quite difficult to perform, needless to say. That's an excerpt of a piece called Shiraz, referring here not to red wine, but to a city which the composer visited in Iran, and he was inspired to write that music. The composer is Claude Vivier, a composer I had not heard of before but was quite interested in learning about. And again, I think this is a testament to Jenny Lin's ability to unearth these gems that we don't know about. Many of her releases contain composers that were not super well-known but absolutely deserve to be heard by a larger public. So what a great service she's providing both to the composers, living or dead, but also to her ever-increasing group of listeners. I opened the program with jazz, I thought it might be fun to go out the same way. Here is Jenny Lynn performing the music of William Bolcom. As you may know, William Bolcom is kind of a consummate American composer, certainly one of the first composers to really write tonal music at a time when hardly anybody was doing that, and then even kind of going one step further to write music inspired by ragtime, when ragtime was certainly not cool and not being heard on the concert stage whatsoever. The piece is called Three Ghost Rags, and it's been a huge success for Bolcom. It exists in so many different formats. It's been arranged for so many different groups. But here, we're going to hear it in its original form for solo piano. The movement is Dream Shadows. Here again is Jenny Lin to perform. That's the music of American composer William Bolcom. We heard the piece "Dream Shadows" from Three Ghost Rags, a piece that has been marvelously successful for the composer. It's a great performance by Jenny Lin from her CD Insomnomania. I love this theme. Her idea was to release a CD of all these composers that she had met or had been working with, and she had this common theme, which was night. Every piece has some element. Of the night. So she found the music of William Bolcom and some other younger composers as well. That's one of many releases by the pianist Jenny Lynn that I featured on the show today, but there are so many more out there waiting for you to discover. So if you like what you heard, I encourage you to find out more about her at Jenny dot net. Thanks so much for listening. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McCorders, with special thanks to Christina Elsner. You can find us as a podcast on iTunes. And for more information about the program and the artists we've featured, and for streaming versions of all previous episodes, you can visit us at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is made possible in part by the generous support of GCM Grubner, the Aaron Copland Fund for Music, the Amphion Foundation, and the listener supporters of the WFMT Fine Arts Circle. This project is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, ArtWorks. I'm Seth Bostead, and this is the WFMT Radio Network.